Jake the Snake, uh, where we delve into worldviews using the Christian worldview. Today, I have Chris Weiland on with us again, uh, just talking about comedy and how he can uh, make us laugh, I guess. I mean, hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like the pressure's already been put on all of a sudden. He's supposed to make us laugh or something. We'll see when... This reminds me of uh, that scene from The Incredibles, where the kid's just sitting out on the bike. And the guy's like, what are you waiting for? And he's like, I don't know, something amazing, I guess. That's, that's what it feels like just happened. <laughs> that, that was a pretty funny scene. Well, cool. Hey, well, uh, thanks you again for coming on. I'd love to just uh, talk a little bit more about the stuff that you do. Uh, obviously, you are a, a Christian comedian. Uh, the last conversation we had, had was about uh, the book that you have coming out, and that's going to be super awesome. Uh, and just delving into the gospel with kind of the mentality and worldview of a, a comic. Um, and so just tell us a little bit more about like your your career, your what do you do, what are your goals? And, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about just kind of your over overarching mind frame when entering into the the arts as a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on, by the way. Um, I, I've been doing stand-up comedy for 11 years, and uh, I just fell in love with it. And after that, you know, I mean, I've just had a lot of great things in, in, in my career where um, I've been able to perform in front of thousands and thousands of people and, you know, be on national television and, and write for national television and, and then create a, I co-created a Christian late night show um, called Next Week with Jeff Durbin. And so there was just so many different things that I've been able to really uh, have a blast with. And I was talking to my wife actually recently and I said, mm -hmm. I've achieved all my goals, so I'm really at this place where I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'm 29. I achieved everything. I'm, I don't know anymore. So, um, when, you know, when people are saying, "Well, what? Where do you want to end up?" I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> so, my my end goal has, you know, I I just want to be an influencer in in the entertainment world, and um, I would love to be a late night host. Continue to be a late night host. I think that's a great great thing. I currently host the monologue show online. And, um, so I, if we could continue that and, you know, have me host a really big late night show, I think that would be an end goal. But honestly, I just love making people laugh. I love performing, speaking, and, you know, I love skits. I'm obsessed with writing skits. It comes easy to me. And so I have like a million skits that I haven't even put out yet this year, but they'll be coming out pretty soon. Dude, that's awesome. When, when can we expect some of those skits? Hopefully soon. I used to put them out weekly, and this past, like, six months has just been really weird on, on my personal schedule. And so we just – I haven't been able to put them out. And Marcus Pittman um, has been my producer, and so he usually – he produces the skits a lot. Sometimes – a lot of times he'll film it or he'll act in it. And so it's just been, like, weird where he hasn't been filming. So I'm hoping in the next few months we should have a whole bunch of skits coming out. Cool. Well, I always thought that like a comedian schedule would be like super laid back, like probably sleep until two o'clock in the afternoon, right? Maybe write a couple jokes and then, I don't know, go to, a, you know, someplace to tell a few jokes, right? I mean, like that yeah. sounds like a pretty easy schedule. 
It, it was at one time. <laughs> I, my schedule was that easy. That, that was great. But when you add social media and videos and TV and radio and you know podcasting interviews, when you add all this stuff, you pretty much have to be awake 24-7. I'm not allowed to sleep. I don't know when I can sleep anymore because <laughs> I'll get up at like 6 a.m., no, that's not true. Let's be honest. I don't. I, I want to get up at 6 a.m. I'll get up at like 7 a.m. I got to walk my dogs. So there's that. Like they don't care that I'm a comedian. They're like, come on, let's go. So I'm like, fine. <laughs> so I got to walk them. And that takes like 30 minutes, you know, because they're, they're slow. Let's be honest. They, they gained a lot of weight recently. And so they're really slow. And, um, and then I just, I, I immediately write. I go on um, to social media is kind of the biggest first thing that I do. And I used to, when I was living in Chicago, I would do four, four shows a night of just like, you know, five minute sets. But now I, I'm blessed to be able to get paid to do it. So it'll be like, I'll have like weekends coming up where it'll be like three or four shows. And then in that weekend, and I'm just flying everywhere for like three or four days. And then I'll come back and then I'll have like a week and a half where I'm really just doing, you know, uh, skits or I'm working on the monologue show and I'm working with my writers on that and, you know, we're filming stuff. And so I'm not really on the road for the next week and a half. So my schedule is kind of really all over the place. And even when I am on the road now, I'm still waking up at 9 a.m. for whatever reason. And I'm going to bed at like <laughs> 1 or 2 a.m. I don't know why. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Uh, well, so as a, as a Christian comedian, um, you know, obviously our goal is just the Great Commission and all that. How, how do you kind of juggle the yeah. um, the, the prof professionalism of wanting to you know be in the you have a job to do in the comic world and wanting to proclaim the gospel because I know that at least on your social media accounts that is pretty prevalent that hey you're you're a Christian comedian but I, I assume that you're going to like more normal venues as well yeah yeah I. I... I do all venues, and you know what's interesting is when people ask me the type of comic I am, because I, I think it's pretty clear that I'm a Christian, and especially if you follow on my stories or anything like that. And so I think for me, the biggest thing is I, I'm not a church comic. I don't do church comedy. That's where my difference is, because even if I'm performing at like a big church or something, <laughs> and people are coming in, I don't want to do something that is only going to make sense to the people that grew up in church, because I, I didn't grow up in church. So that's not my go-to humor. Like, I love Mark, um, what, like, Mark Lowry and stuff? Right. <laughs> so, like, he does all these, like, church jokes, but I, I didn't grow up with that. So my, my key is the just-do comedy that I think everybody can relate to, observational, relational, my own stories, and just kind of make everybody laugh. And when I first started off my first year, I tried to preach the gospel on stage, and I did not get invited back anywhere <laughs> like <laughs> clubs were like okay see ya never come back so that's you know that was a problem so for me i i, I had to go okay what in the, what is my strategy how do i push the gospel forward but at the same time you know be an entertainer and i realized like the biggest thing is just to do it to the excellence you know to the just be excellent on stage to the best of my ability and then that way off stage people want to talk to me and when they talk to me my goal is to Talk about Jesus as best as I possibly can. Right on. I, you know, it, it might have not have been Greg Boston that said this, but I think it was. Um, he was saying that he hated Christian music because it's kind of like you you got, like, it, its whole market basis is because it's Christian 
yeah. music as opposed to just being, hey, let's make some great music and, and do it because we're Christians. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of what your 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 platform looks like a little bit less like, hey, I'm a Christian comic. I'm a comic who sees everything through the lens of the gospel, which is a, a much broader way to see um, kind of your profession. Yeah. I only put up a Christian joke on Sundays. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I haven't. I purposely do it on Sundays. <laughs> and then the rest of the week is just random humor. And I, love I it. want to do it on Sundays because I think every once in a while somebody would be like, why does he always do that? Oh, it's Sunday. Maybe I should go to church. All right, I'll go to church. Like, it's just a weird... I don't even know if it works, but that's that's my that's my mindset behind it. That's really so, funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I heard Bono say that as well about music. And to to be honest, when you put yourself in that weird kind of a box, like there's a lot that you can't do. And so I, I'm not a, a fan of I, I I don't like to be told what I cannot do. I'd rather be told what I can do and just kind of figure it out. And so for me, like I, I am thankful. I have a lot of friends that are not at all Christian in any way, and they know that I'm. I want them to come to church. They know that I want them to read the Bible. <laughs> like they know all of this stuff, and I feel like they, you know, they still follow me on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm talking about other entertainers. I'm talking about entertainers that are bigger, well known. And uh, my goal is to. I kind of want to become low key like their pastor. You know, <laughs> like if if I could somehow become all of these bigger comedians like when when they have something go on they can call me and i can give them like actual biblical advice that would be maybe that's my new end goal maybe that's my new end goal i appreciate there you, you go. asking <laughs> you help me so, process this f figuring out like uh chris's life problems one step at a time that's uh that's yeah, my I mean, life goal yeah <laughs> this show isn't even about you guys it's all about me right now i just need help <laughs> Well, Christopher, please welcome into my, uh, my <laughs> office and let's uh, talk about, you know, I don't know where that was going, but I was I was trying to be funny. I should probably yeah. stop that. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, so you told me that if I wanted you to be funny, ask about Christmas. So <laughs> I... Well, you already I, failed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just was trying to think of the, the weirdest way I could ask you, be yeah. funny for us. In front yeah. of people, so yeah, you 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 achieved it there. I would say, be, be uh, funny, funny man. <laughs> I, you know what? I do feel like I'm in an office now. I feel like I'm in a therapist's office, just <laughs> making me do things I, I wasn't ready to do. <laughs> also, you have a painting of a very—I don't know if the camera can see—but you have a painting of a very depressing painting on the wall. So I do feel like, and then shrubbery. Yeah, there it is. It's um, that's depressing. That's yeah. Regardless of what it actually means. <laughs> That that makes me want to cry later tonight. Um, and then you have like a, you know the curtain. I'm seeing a curtain right here, which is reminds me of a hotel curtain. So congratulations, whatever hotel you stole that from. Hey, this is Ethan's home, man. <laughs> I, I didn't say I hated it. I like it, Ethan. Good job. He said he thought it looks like a hotel curtain. So right, but. But I, I, you know what, I think, I think he got it from a Hilton. So if he took it, he took it from a Hilton, which is good. And that plant, he definitely took from a Hilton. So that's, that's okay. It's all right. Uh, awesome, man. So tell, tell me about your Christmas. What happened about, with this? Oh, I'm glad you randomly <laughs> asked that for no reason or at all. Uh, I, I got the same gift for Christmas, and I'm, I'm just now getting rid of it. 
everybody got me this thing called Moose Munch. Have you ever heard of Moose Munch? I've never heard of Moose Munch. It's basically this dark chocolate and peppermint popcorn because we haven't done enough to popcorn that we had to put dark chocolate and peppermint all over it. And (laughs) I went to these Christmas parties and people started going, oh, Chris, I have something for you. And they gave me this big container that says Moose Munch on it. And I got one, and I was like, okay, yeah, that was cool. I guess I like popcorn, whatever. The next day, I went to another Christmas party, and they said, Chris, we got some for you. Moose Munch again. I ended up with so much Moose Munch during Christmas that people are like, like when they look at Moose Munch, they think of me somehow. <laughs> they think he's the guy. He's the target. He's the target for this Moose Munch. So I was eating like my 10th Moose Munch uh, <laughs> the other day, and I was reading the box. And it says, I, I don't know if you ever read slogans on things, but you really should, because I, I really think that some guy just does a last minute slogan creation and puts it on a, just slaps it on a company. Because there's no way, like if you were to challenge some of the slogans that pop up on things, people would go, you're right, that's not accurate for our, for our company. And mine was, and mine was for Moose Munch I read, and it said, it was written right there, it said, Moose Munch, the anytime snack. The anytime I would really like, I would really like to put that to the test. The anytime snack, like I just want to go to like the middle of an argument of a couple that's about to have a divorce and just be like, Moose Munch, would you like some? Would you like some dark chocolate Moose Munch, please? <laughs> or like, you're just gonna see me start walking around hospitals with Moose Munch everywhere, just. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd get afraid, and uh, I, I know I have problems with chocolate up here in Washington where it's cold, but I feel like if I was in Arizona, I'd even have more problems with chocolate because, you know, sure. get all over your hands and be like a, you know, one-year-old. Well, it melts in Phoenix, which is why I really don't know why anybody would want to get to me. It melts right back. I don't know. It was, it was I had I had way too much. So, I wanted to introduce you to my dog. This is exclusive, okay? I'm allowed to do whatever I want as an as the interview person. <laughs> and I need you to advertise this show to say exclusive. Chris Wineland shows his child. Okay, don't lick me. Come on. That's a great that's a great title for the exclusive. Chris Wineland shows his child. And, I yep. love it. What's the dog's name? Chicago. Is it really Chicago? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I didn't you don't believe me. Like I just picked a city randomly. But yeah, no, it, for sure. Chicago, me and my wife just love the city. So weren't we in Chicago at the same time? Were we? I think so. Oh, I, 2014? I was there. Did you did you get there at 2014? Mm-hmm. Okay. I left like right before 2014. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I was in and out that last year. So we were uh, Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, cool. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. I really enjoyed having you over, and uh, yeah, we'll have to get you out to Washington sometime and, and you know, experience snow. Yeah, I would love it's, that. I, sorry it's this for white, complete nonsense. It's, this, oh, it's okay. It's this white stuff that is cold, snow? and yeah, snow. Have you heard yeah, of it? I've heard of it. I've heard okay. of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool, man. It's the old me. Every time... Every once in a while, when I see snow on the TV, I just have like PTSD from when I lived in Chicago. <laughs> I don't have it here, so. Oh right, because you were in Chicago, so you know, yeah, you you would know snow, yeah. Okay. I but cool, I, man. I try to avoid it. So if I ever come up to Washington again, it's gonna be in July. 
Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to. No. I'm trying to end the show right now, and you keep on starting the conversation over again, man. This is really awkward. Have you ever had people like that? No, I just, I just go into it even more. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, and you almost, you almost got me up again. Like, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, I told you. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my gosh, I know, because you're good at you're good at playing off of people, and so I'm able to keep. Even right now, I'm still getting you going. We're still going. This is the Chris Weinland show now. I've changed it. No, I'm just kidding. Take it out. Yeah, we, we were talking about the how you're going to steal the recordings that we're doing right now and just put the Chris Weinland label on them, and now all of a sudden you own the the, the rights to the podcast. I guess that's right. I'll have it uploaded in 20 minutes. <laughs> all right man cool hey well guys this is chris wineland check out his stuff chris give him your stuff again where can they find you absolutely so chriswineland.com is a great way to start but if you are on anything on social media just go to at chris wineland comedy i put up twitter instagram facebook uh tiktoks i do everything pretty much daily and my whole goal is just to make you laugh throughout the day so make sure you go and follow me and do that make that happen Who's even on TikTok anyway? You know what? A whole lot of teenagers that like my beard, which is weird. So it's kind of uncomfortable, actually. I might leave. You know, you just made a rhyme. That's pretty funny. I'll start a rhyming Instagram as well pretty soon. So. Oh, okay. Oh, you're on Instagram too? I Sure, yeah. Okay. I cool. am. Now, are you trying to keep going? I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught on to it. I caught on. <laughs> cool, man. Hey, cool. Well, guys, go check out Chris Weinland. His book is coming out here pretty soon, The Great Heckle. Go check it out. And uh, when we get a link for that uh, pre-sale purchase, uh, send it to us, and we're going to share it everywhere. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, man. Talk to you later. Thanks.